A variety of containers can be imp improvised for terrariums. Plastic dishes, glass jars, and such have been successfully used. Serious hobbit, hobbyists, after experimenting, <laughs> however, generally recommend a 10-gallon or larger aquarium tank, at least 18 inches long, 13 inches wide, and 12 inches high. If possible, buy a larger size in order to accommodate more plants and animals. Was that... Was that Miriam Gilbert? If that was, was Miriam Gilbert, if that was Miriam Gilbert, this is the Canadian Leprechaun Show, and this is the year 2020. This is the reboot, the official reboot. Who are you? I'm Ty, who are you? I'm Kyle. And this is the Canadian Leprechaun Show. Hello? 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 Is that you? Oh, this is so exciting. It is. It's been like, what, almost 10 years? Yeah, I was actually looking at our old Facebook page. I think May 7th was our last uh, episode we pushed out. May 7th, okay. 2012. Okay, so eh, maybe more like eight or nine years, but... Yeah. Wow. I know. I know, who to thunk. And you're recording uh, from a, a nice apartment in Michigan, is that true? Correct. I am, I am recording from Troy, Michigan. Um, technology has exponentially improved since Kyle and I first wandered into this back before then we had their we had a recording studio in Bradley University in Peoria Illinois and now we're doing this remotely yeah. just like everyone else doing is, is doing their work these days yeah and here I am and still in Peoria Illinois all these years later <laughs> uh, totally. I'm, I'm a fixture uh but yeah I'm, I'm doing this from a, a nice duplex in the middle of uh you know the great Peoria IA so uh, we're very excited to be doing this again. Uh, obviously, the format's going to change a little bit. Um, we're not directly affiliated with a radio station anymore, so music won't really be played anymore. It'll just be our random talks. But uh, we have been in uh, communication with a few people. Uh, we would like to start interviewing uh, people from Bradley and just talking about where they've been and where they're going and uh, maybe look back on some things that happened and just give people reason to, uh, I don't know, smile and reflect a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. So we're excited to do this. Um, we're still, still working on fleshing out the format. As Kyle said, we're going to be interviewing some folks. So that'll be kind of a nice change of pace. Um, we also are coming up with some, I don't know, possible random musings to come up with. Though I guess we always do that. Um, talking about some different ideas you know their music was a big focus on the show before which obviously it won't be as much because we're not a radio station but you know we'll still be at least having some discussions on that and whatever random ass ideas we come up with too they'll be interjected throughout ideally still plenty of weird pauses and <laughs> just incoherence and really i mean for the lack of a better term just bad bad audio recordings so, yes. 
Uh, yes, and emphasis on the bad. Uh-huh, and as <laughs> many of you 14 listeners that we have, uh, if you want to come back and listen, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, this is just this is really just for a reason for Ty and I to probably uh, communicate a little bit more being across states and hopefully just keep in touch with some of you that we haven't seen for a while. So um, other than that, this first episode here, I, I, I do know Ty and I had a few things we wanted to talk about. Um, since we're not really affiliated with radio anymore, I think we did want to talk about our, our top 10 songs um, from the past uh, old episodes. And I don't know, maybe a couple stories from um, when we were at Bradley. Totally. All right. So yeah, Kyle and I did some work beforehand. I know this is probably the most prep work we've put into an episode maybe ever. Um, all right. So we'll jump right into the top 10 songs from the, from the past. I think the number one song, and you have a number one on the list here, Space Hog, in the meantime, I feel like we used to, like, I feel like at least half our episodes always had that song, like, introing into it's a, our shows. Yeah. It's just a really good, obscure, one-hit wonder 90s song. Like, I just feel like, I don't know, every time I hear that, I think of this show. And I, mm-hmm. I just think it, it's just so perfect for kind of the atmosphere that we had. So yeah, Space Hog in the meantime, no question, is probably my top song from that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. All right. And then we got number two, we got Audio Slave, Doesn't Remind Me, which is also a good pick. I feel like we played a lot of Audio Slave, but I think, um, I think this album may have come out like in the middle of college or beginning of like when we started at college or I would be willing to bet it came out when we were in high school, but it was definitely relevant when we were in college a little bit. Like doesn't remind me was, I feel like it was at least played on Jack one Oh five, seven or whatever it was. <laughs> Maybe it was one Oh one one. I don't know. But uh, totally. Yeah, that was, that, <laughs> I mean, Chris Cornell, may he rest in peace. Uh, definitely a big part of our show as far as different, different recordings mm. go. I mean, he did that Billy Jean yeah. cover. Uh, I know. Was fantastic. And I didn't know this. Did, did you know that he did a mashup of one by Metallica and one by U2? No, I didn't. You will have to listen to that. And I encourage all of our listeners, all four of you to listen to that too. Uh, he <laughs> takes the words when... of one by Metallica, mm. like the verses, and then weaves them in to one with you too and it just works fantastic so definitely so how did you how, how did you i go down that? wormholes ty uh on youtube <laughs> uh, a lot of people they end up going down wormholes and find all these conspiracy theories i end up finding i was you you literally stole that right off the tip of my tongue i was just about yeah to say I, that. I find good music so i don't know how all these other people end up saying that you know <laughs> aliens run the united states but um yeah that's right or the or the right. lizard people that's an episode yeah for the inner time. earth lizard people is that oh man we should we should do a conspiracy I theory think episode that's, we'll write that down write that down yeah okay. write that down uh you want to talk next we got uh 30 seconds to mars kings and queens yeah so this is another good one um they're all good they're our top 10 of course stupid thing to say but i'll probably say it again through by the time this uh list is over um this song i feel like this i really enjoyed this whole album actually because like it kind of reminded me of um like modern day arena rock like you know like just kind of like 
I don't know. There was like a bigness to it. I'm I'm doing that thing where I'm using really descriptive words like big and you know huge heavy. and things like that. But um, heavy, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> there's that word again. But um, yeah, this was one of my favorites back in the day, man. This was a good workout I think, song too. I think this song, personally, for me, like every time you decided you, it was usually you that wanted to play it. I think this is probably the most excited yeah. I would get for a song that we played. Yeah, I nice. mean, for sure. Any anytime you said you wanted to play, it seemed like it was always at the perfect time. Yeah, actually, talking about it makes mm-hmm. me want to play it later. Maybe I will when I go yeah, exercise. Sure. Perfect. All right, next one we got Cage the Elephant, Aberdeen, and Cage the Elephant, Shake Me Down. Man, this album, this album, this was like my uh, it college was, album. It was our college album, Ty. Not yeah. Uh, our nausea. Our nausea. So, I mean, I mean, both these songs, I, I think, are just very. They they fit both of our music tastes very well. Like, I think you have like if there was a Venn diagram of your taste and my taste, I think the overlap is Cage the Elephant. Like, I yeah, I think we definitely sure. have different tastes, but I, I think the the fusion happens right there. Yeah, I agree. One thing too about this album, so like. I think earlier Cage has more of like a kind of old, like post grunge alternative kind of sound to it versus like new Cage the Elephant has more of a, I don't know, more of like an indie sounding, more of like a modern alternative. It's kind of interesting to hear like how they've changed since like they first started. Yeah, they're, you know what they're, I mean? they were a lot more rough around the end edges. I think they're a little bit more polished now. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but like I do like that, that grungy sound that you're talking about. Both both of those songs yeah. do it for me. For sure. Um, fun facts. My who's a oh man, I can't believe I'm forgetting this. Who's the band that plays Little Black Submarine? Oh, uh, Black Keys. Black Keys. So fun fact: my wife gets Cage the Elephant and Black Keys mixed up all the time, and we kind of have a running joke about <laughs> it. She's 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 grinning at me as I talk about it right now. <laughs> So, so let me ask you this. Let's so, pause for yeah. a second. What, what, is, what <laughs> right, does your right. studio look like right now? Where is this being recorded for you? Because I am up in okay. a guest room so we, with a, a cactus yeah. and a window and a desk with coffee and scribbles of mm-hmm. math problems that I've given my students the last couple of weeks. Uh, so where are you recording? Oh, Hold, so pause that. We should like have like math questions that we sprinkle in to see if how like how smart our listeners are and like have people respond. You know, like those things that you see like two times banana yes. equals seven on Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah, it should totally right, be part down. of the. I've got it written down. <laughs> two times banana equals double banana, which is technically correct. Anyway, um, so yeah, my studio. I'm working at our kind of work from home space. My wife. My wife did more of the designing here. Uh, we have a nice little desk. Um, we have a mini filing cabinet. So it's probably like, I don't know. I'll have to take a picture and post it, but it's it's very, it's for business cards, but it's very cute. Um, I have a tissue box that my wife made. She's very good at doing that. Um, I think, I know that was, that was, I got to get these set up better. Um, so yeah, so the tissue box, um, this is one where she actually did like different microbes. Um, so like different, I, I don't know if they're like microbes of diseases. I think they are. Or Yeah, she's she confirmed. I got an outside source confirming that that's what they are. 
Um, let's see. I have a new printer scanner that we bought recently because we still had the one that I think Liz bought in St. Louis or something like that. So it was pretty old and didn't really work well. I have boxes of a home security system to my right that we never got to work properly. So the home security system is just sitting plugged in, not working, and the boxes are still sitting here next to me. And then I have a cat toy in the corner here. Ah, love a good cat toy. Yes, one lo- one luxury I have is, so this this little nook, it's actually right off our living room. Um, did you ever visit us at this new place we moved to? I don't believe to? so, no. Okay, because you, you saw our, our first place, I think. You did, you have come to, you and Anna came to visit us, right? In Michigan? Once before. Yeah, I thought uh, so. No, maybe maybe it was Oswego. Oswego we I'm saw. thinking of Oswego. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oswego we saw. Michigan, we have so, yeah. never been to your locale. All right, so our new place we're at, um, we're actually in a um, yeah. townhome. And so on our main level, it's open concept. We got like our living room area. And yeah, we got this little nook off to the side. It's actually pretty like perfectly shaped for an office at home office area. So that's how we have it set it up. And that is where I'm recording. Yeah, we'll both have to take pictures of where we're recording because I think it's equally (laughs) hilarious on both ends. Perfect. Yeah, I do not have a cactus. I may have to get a cactus. cactus is blooming too. It's beautiful. So. All right. Where were we? Um, we were in the midst of our list. I believe we left off at Cage the Elephant. So next up, yeah. we got Franti. Yellfire. Yellfire. Um, I think I discovered this song because it was a, I don't know if it was you or I know for a fact it was used for a TV show commercial. Okay. It was one with Dennis Leary where he played like yeah, a I was, Yeah, I, I can't think of the name of that show, but I know what yeah. you're talking about and I think we both independently discovered Franti around the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. I discovered some of his newer stuff. I think Yell Fire was a couple years old at that point, but yeah, it was definitely on that that commercial. I know, I know exactly for what sure. you're talking about. I mean, Franti was a staple of the apartment I lived in for two years at Bradley with that that crew. So, yeah, I can see that. Man, going down all these songs, it's like, yeah, I haven't listened to some of these in a while. I need yeah, to get on that. Of- the exception is what the exception is wagon wheel. I feel like wagon wheel. I know I'm skipping ahead, but I feel like it never no, goes away. Almost, almost to a fault. Um. All right. So what we got next? We got Beatles. I've got a feeling. I think this 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 must have been a Kyle special because I feel like you're you're the Beatles guy of us. Yeah. I I wouldn't even call me a Beatles guy. In fact, I would argue neither one of us really. I mean, I think we both respect what the Beatles did, but neither one of us particularly like them. Mm-hmm. Um. This is this was our outro a lot of the time. So when we would leave, this is the song I would put on. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it, it's just a very, like, it's not typical mainstream Beatles. Like, uh, most of their songs do sound mm-hmm. mainstream. But I think this one just always kind of sounded unique. And it put me in a good mood. Yeah, I can see that. I So this is something I'm embarrassed to admit, learning about the Beatles in my mid to late 20s i didn't realize they pumped out like all of their hits in like a three years you know i don't think i don't what, think I like that. like it was like a ridiculously short amount of time like they just pumped like because they i think like it's kind of like cultural legend of like how they used to you know play at the german strip clubs and play for hours and hours like i know um oh what's the guy's name uh i don't know if it's malcolm gladwell one of the like one of those like big thinker type guys wrote a book and he talked about like the 10,000 hour practice rule 
and he okay so he um yeah he brings up specifically like the Beatles like just playing hours and hours and hours at these German strip clubs and like you know honing their skill basically but as far as like all the hits they pumped out yeah I think it was like three or five years like it was something ridiculous which is crazy for just how how like hugely huge yeah. they were you know what yeah, I mean I, I like I don't know if we'll ever see anything like them again I mean quite frankly mm-hmm. we didn't see it in the first place you and I but um right, I, right. they're I they have my respect again they're they're not my favorite band uh they don't even probably mm-hmm. get in my top 20 but um i just i really enjoyed the song and we usually again we left to this song a lot of the time we walked out of the studio to that one totally all right uncle kyle oh, what we, we got, got next the bobs and i feel like these two were staples um probably a little bit lesser I, they just came to my mind so i typed them in uh hurricane by bob dylan mm-hmm. very long song I feel like we usually played that for when somebody would stop by because, you know, it gave us time to <laughs> screw around in the studio. Um, totally. And then Redemption Song by Bob Marley. I feel like that was one of yours. So do you have any comments? Yeah, I, I, I discovered Bob Marley going to college, and I'm not trying to sound like a cliche here but because I feel like that happens to a lot of people. But, yeah, um, I remember – what was that old um, CD store that was in uh, Campus Town? That's it. Yeah. So I remember wandering into co-op and like just seeing a Bob Marley CD and like, Hey, I never really, it was like a greatest hits or whatever. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. And I ended up loving it. And that was one of my favorite Question. songs off of it. Can you still smell that yeah. co-op records right now? Yes, I can. It's got like a, like a mustiness to it. Um, it's like a dry musty, which I know is kind of like, I know that doesn't make sense, but that's what with, I think of. Hints, hints you know, of incense, right? Yeah. Right. Incense. Incense. <laughs> All right. Okay, so what we got next on the list? Yeah. Uh Wagon Wheel by All right, Old so Crow. Next one. Wagon Wheel by Old yeah, Crow. Which I mean that's a staple. That's an absolute staple. I think it was played at every wedding from the years two thousand ten to two thousand twenty. <laughs> whether we knew you or not. <laughs> yes. Uh and then the next one I think is a personal favorite of mine and yours, uh, probably another uh, intersection mm-hmm. of our Venn diagram of music, which maybe that should be yes. an episode. Maybe we should make a Venn diagram. Venn diagram yeah. of music. I I think it's a good idea. I'm, I'm going to write that down. Too. I'm literally writing things uh, down I guess finally. We'll the song. Black Spartacus Heart Attack Machine by uh, Tom Morello, but I believe it was under the name The Night Watchman. Is that correct? yeah see like he started as the night watchman and i don't know if he like kept as the night watchman or became like tom morello the night watchman that like it never really got clear to me um but yeah that was i that was another really good album that whole album was awesome it's like it's fun too so i'll go like in and out listening to like tom morello's like personal stuff or like his solo stuff and it's like it's cool every time I it like starts jumping up in my playlist. I, it's like you're rediscovering uh-huh. it for me. Um, and also a fun fact: uh, Liz for my thirtieth birthday, she got us tickets to see Rage Against the Machine when they come oh, to nice. Detroit in July. Yeah, so I'm super excited about that. I've come to the conclusion that Tom Morello is probably my favorite. He's musician. done a lot of good. That's for sure. Yeah. 
I'll let you introduce the last one okay. we got on our list, and then maybe maybe we'll wrap yeah. up with just a few of what we would be playing now. For sure. Um, I hope you remember the artist because I, I, I didn't make the effort to actually look it up. I just remember the name of the song. But do you think Bob Dylan has a dog? Question mark. Lefty Jones band? Lefty Jones band. That's well, it. That was part of the that was part of the Weekly Wonder segment. We discovered that. Yes, song. Oh, my gosh. The Weekly Wonder. Man. I know. Giving you greatest hits such as Delta Spirit and uh, No Tar, I believe. <laughs> No tar. I forgot about yeah. no tar. Good times. What songs did we play? Like I, I don't even remember the no tar song. I just remember no tar. No tar. I mean, that's all they really, really need. Because it made me right. Because it made me think of Steve <laughs> Holt. Uh, there's that show again. I know, I know. We're we're gonna make a lot of references. Liz and I are actually going through it right now in our. It's one of our quarantine shows that we're sure. sort of going through. Rightfully so. All right. Have you seen any of season four? <laughs> I we watched it once. Um, so fun fact, um, Liz and I. So there's season four and there's right. Season I'm five, talking about right? season four. Four. Okay. So we have fun fact. Liz and I got engaged the day before season okay. four premiered, and I and I kind of did that on purpose because like the show is also kind of how we met. Um, so it had a lot of personal meaning to me. So yeah, we watched it like the day before, or no, we got engaged before season four started, watched it. And then I guess they'd remixed season four. Like they re-edited yes. the episodes or something or reordered yeah. them or something. So, um, we're in season three right now. So we're, we'll start going through that new remix uh, probably in the next week or so. Nice. Yeah. I, we're we're yeah. talking about Arrested Development, by the way. I don't know if we ever made that completely clear. I think I think most of our yeah. listeners know what we're talking about, but um, yeah, Arrested Development really a work crew staple. When we didn't want to go back to work after lunch, we would watch that, or if it were raining, you know, um, we just decided to watch that instead mm -hmm. of working. But really good show. I had a tr I had trouble getting through season four. Now, admittedly, I have not finished mm -hmm. season five. I'm letting it kind of age like a fine mm -hmm. wine. Uh, but uh, I, what I've seen of season five, I like a lot more than season four. So, mm. yeah, we never attempted season five yet. Maybe like one episode, and that was it. But I don't even remember. Yeah, there was something about season four. I, I don't know. We were kind of in the same boat as everyone else, yeah. kind of meh. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes around this time. Hopefully it, hopefully it goes down a there little bit go. smoother. There's that reference again. <laughs> all right so i think that's all our from our top 10 songs which i don't even know if it, that, it was if more that's than 10, 10 or not who cares <laughs> yeah uh, it gave us some content Ty. we've been talking for a half hour yeah oh have we really yeah nice so um i don't know i guess we can probably slowly wrap up this show here i maybe we should segue into what we'd play now uh if we could and then maybe just a little mm -hmm. bit of what we're listening to these days and then we'll uh we'll say our goodbyes for this this episode maybe yeah sounds good all right so um yeah a lot of this first chunk here we got is from mr kyle um so kyle i don't know if you want to like go down the list or just kind of talk about what you're i think listening I, to. I don't think we need to go down the list but um 
Right. I think probably my favorite song right now is by the Black Pumas. It's called Colors. I mean, it's been on the radio. Uh, we actually mm-hmm. posted it to our Facebook page yesterday. And yeah, all the posts have been me on our Facebook page. I've been getting overly excited about this. When we uh, <laughs> when we went to Michigan a couple weeks ago and we actually had the half thought to record an episode there, uh, that got me excited. And then it didn't happen because we were just enjoying company too much. And now we are with a little right. extra time on our hands. So now we're actually doing this. So I've just been posting posting these songs. Uh, Black Pumas, Colors. I, I don't know. There's something about it that just gets me amped. I think it's probably the slow build. Um, Houndmouth, Sedona is probably my favorite song over the last five years. Um, nice. I just really enjoy that. It was too bad that, that the, the female left the band, so they don't quite have the same sound as they did when she was with them. I think her name's Katie Tupin. Yeah. Was um was she? Yeah, she, she's I got some it. pipes. Um, nice. Have you heard that song, Ty? Highly. No, I haven't. So, this is as much for you and I as it is for everybody else. I highly recommend that song. Uh, and then I, you and I have at least talked about the revivalists. I put Soul Fight down. I mm. think I posted that to our page too. It's a little bit slower, but they've got some other good upbeat songs that I really enjoy. And I yeah. think that. That's yeah, I um, there. yeah they they get in for me occasionally. Um, I think I've just heard like the hits, whatever plays on like an alternative rock, you know, top forty or top one hundred yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. So we also got Cage down here again. We were kind of talking about how they've gone more like the newer alternative indie-ish route. Um, I think Ready to Let Go. It's got like it's got a little bit. It's just for me, it's just kind of like sounds more standard alternative and less grunge, but again, mm-hmm. not a bad thing. Um, one thing I didn't put on our list here, um, Beck, Beck keeps pumping out good he, songs. Like it's, it's he's amazing, an artist, man. I, I appreciate what he's done. Yeah. I, he's not my favorite, but again, like, yeah, usually he puts something on that I can get behind. But it's like, think about it. Like he, he, he made Loser back what, in like 1992, yes. 1993. And it's like he's still making songs that are still like charting high. Like I feel like a lot of artists from that time, like they just kind of fizzle out and have their, you know, it's like they got their loyal fans that'll pop up in concerts and like they'll play on like classic-ish yeah, rock stations I, now. I, like it's it's weird. I don't I don't know. I don't sorry. I don't know if you've got this, but there's actually a new like they're trying to call they're calling it modern classic oh, rock, which is. I know, but it's basically like, how do we integrate like '90s grunge into classic rock? And they're making an attempt to do it. It's it's an okay station, but I'm annoyed because it was like Detroit's only alternative station at the time. So that was like my new exposure to alternative, and then all yeah, of a sudden your, it disappeared. Yeah, your Goo Dolls and Matchbox Twenties and Wallflowers, which admittedly <laughs> totally. I'm a fan of all three of those bands, but uh... right. Um, so yeah, so that was, that was Kyle's list. Talked about cage for me. Um, yeah, I've been, Liz and I have been both, um, enjoying the modern alternative stuff. So, you know, a lot of the stuff I got down here, like Nathaniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe or Ratliffe? Churches. Radcliffe, Radcliffe. was he in Harry Potter? Ray, well, sorry. That's okay. Yeah, I think so. You're right. Ratcliffe. Um, so yeah, him, um, yeah, Barnes Courtney, uh, Let's see yeah. who else. Um, I I like uh, AJR. Um, I discovered the "Burn Down the House" song when I was in Mexico for a work trip, and I I remember like uh, exercising that song. Like I was doing a treadmill, just walking, and then all of a sudden it actually like 
motivated me to attempt to run for a minute because that's about as much as I can run at any given point in time. Did you just talk? To um, but yeah, so I uh, okay, okay. maybe just, just curious. <laughs> yeah, I noticed our app doesn't have a mute function, so it makes it a little. A little I don't know. You're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, you're you're gonna get some of my bodily fluid <laughs> sounds occasionally. We wouldn't want it any other way. Um, totally. Um, another big one, a Wall Nation. Um, Liz and I, they they played at a concert. There's something called the, um, I think it's the Taste of Royal Oak. Or no, no, God dang it, I can't remember it. But there's like a there's like a local festival that you know got like art arts beats and eats that's what it is arts beats and eats so they played at a concert down there and it was like crazy they it had like all these like bigger names like that Ben Queller um, I forgot who else but it's like AWOL Nation like that's a legit band they were just playing at like this local town festival and it was twenty bucks for tickets yeah. like it was stupid um, so yeah we saw them they were awesome um, probably one of our favorite artists. Um, but then, yeah, ever since, uh, Rose was born. So yeah, Kyle and I are dads now. I don't know if you <laughs> peppered that little factoid in. Um, but yeah, ever since my daughter was born, um, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of older stuff. So like kind of classic rock Motown. Um, I don't know yeah, why it's just say, been calling what's me. What's your reason for that? It just, what, it just feels right. I, yeah. Um, it's funny, the Southern rock thing, like, I don't know why, but it's like CCR, Leonard Skinner, um, Allman Brothers Band. I, I just had a craving for it and it just haven't gotten sick of it yet. Because I also was doing um, summer hits of the 90s because I, I still do Pandora. I, I feel like a lot of people do Spotify. You and I, lazy both, to get into Spotify. Wagon. Yeah. Like we, so I, it's it, nice, it man. Me not have to think. <laughs> and um, they do a good job and I can just put it, I mean, I know the Spotify has an app too, but we just play it through our fire stick, through our TV mm-hmm. because it takes two seconds to yeah. put on. And, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Totally. Um, so yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's what I've been listening to a lot now. Um, I still sprinkle the alternative in, but right now I'm really enjoying the classics, I guess. One thing, if, you and Neil ever get a chance to come up and visit us. We got to take you guys to the Motown Museum because that's that's a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. Highly recommend if you ever come up to Detroit. They're actually working on expanding it now because uh, Barry Gordy donated like $3 million to basically double its size. Interesting. Yeah, Anna, Anna and I... Now, little Anna Detroit I factoid. To, uh, Tennessee over winter break and we, we went to the Johnny Cash Museum in Nashville, which was a pleasant... Like, it was it was very good. Not huge. I mean, not as big as the Motown Museum is going to be, but it was it was pretty neat. Um, they gave me a new respect for his music. I always liked his music, but I kind of left there a bigger fan. Very interesting place. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Us being cultured. Doing things and stuff. All right. Well... I guess that's what we're listening to now. So I don't know, Kyle, maybe we wrap this up. I think we got content for our first episode. I think we do, man. It's nice and clunky and rambly and just the, just the way we left it eight years ago. We wouldn't expect it to be any other way. Uh, Like I said at the beginning, we do have uh, tentative interviews in place. We have people that have said yes or more, more verbose versions of yes. (laughs) Um, which, right. which the enthusiasm we really appreciate. 
but we'll we'll wait to reveal their names until we actually get the interview to happen because I know how the world works and I know how we work. But um, everything I've got so far is indicating that we will actually be able to do this. So uh, very exciting. I'm excited to be doing this. It gives me a hobby again, um, other than just exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, man, we we got this. We're we're excited. We're I was actually thinking about how how we're gonna do these episodes. Like you know how podcasts yes. sometimes do seasons. Like I think of like us like this Canadian Leprechaun reboot of having like seasons of well, things that we go fantastic. through. Yeah, so I don't know. I'll let it. I'll let that kind of fester in the air a little bit and. Yeah, Fester, man. I feel like my brain shuts off when I'm doing these things. You feel like somebody's watching you, don't you? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. And it's funny because I'm just sitting in a corner right now talking to Uncle Kyle. Kyle. Good old Uncle Kyle. All right, then. We don't have any play-out music. Well, we um, we can add that in. It just won't be anything. You're right. You're right. I forgot about that. This, This app is very... Has a lot yeah. of that cool stuff in there. So hey, what are you what are you gonna do this? I know. What are you gonna I, edit all this? Um, I don't know because I was also thinking of maybe just dumping this over to you and letting you. Yeah, edit I'd it. be I fine sure. doing that. I don't know. I don't know how you dump it over to me, but I think um, I think we'll 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 figure it out. I have I have an idea poking okay. around in my head right all now. All right, I guess we should probably say goodbye because this is more right. for us right now. Yeah, totally. All right, folks, thank you for listening. Uh, look forward to some new awesome content. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for us, we're happy to hear it. But otherwise, I'm Kyle. I'm Ty. And this has been the Canadian 20, Leprechaun Show. 2020. See Peace. you later. 2020. I was wondering uh, if you guys had any advice or input on how to uh, keep a little reptile all uh, feeling at home. Like if you had any input on how to start a terrarium of sorts.